0: All right, recording on one. Soon to be recording on two. Get things going here. All right, there we go. Everything's recording now. Just want you guys to listen to this Louisiana police captain for a couple minutes while I light my cigar.
1: The Gremlin Street Gang is responsible for hundreds of violent crimes murder, armed robberies, witness intimidation, burglaries, drug trafficking, extortion, and brutal beatings. We've arrested ten of these thugs and have warrants on seven more. Every one of these animals is most definitely armed and dangerous. Darren Carter, Aaron Carter, Travis Cooper, Cody Gidry, Jaron Diggs, Kirkland Demache, and Jonathan Landry. We have felony warrants for your arrest. You will be hunted. You will be trapped. And if you raise your weapon to a man like me, we'll return fire with superior fire. Darren Carter, you think men like these are afraid of an uneducated, 125-pound punk like you that's never won a fair fight in your life and holds your gun sideways? Young man, I'll meet you on solid ground anytime, anywhere, light or heavy makes no difference to me. You won't walk away. Look at you. Men like us, some we do dumbbell presses with weights bigger than you. And the convicts in jail, most of those men are good people who just found themselves crossed with the law. They're not evil and they don't respect you or any punk like you. They'll toss you around like a rag doll. I encourage every citizen watching this to look into your own heart and find the American courage that conquers all evil. I implore you to listen to this message and stand up, take back your streets, take back your country, come forward with information about these heathens that have terrorized your community. And for those who use this message as a way to create false racial division in our country, take a close look behind me, standing next to every cop is a leader of our black community. This is not about race. It's about right versus wrong. One last message to the gremlins. You don't like the things I've told you tonight? I got one thing to say. I'm easy to find. On behalf of the St. Landry Parish Sheriff's Office, the Louisiana State Police, the U.S. Marshals, and every cop and law-abiding citizen from sea to shining sea, I'm Captain Clay Higgins, asking every Patriot to stand up, share this video, and send a clear message to the world. We're Americans. We'd rather die on our feet than live on our knees.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> that was just funny. Uh, that's that's the kind of law enforcement I, I want, honestly. Uh, you know, that's the kind of law enforcement we need in America right now today. You know, um, so much drugs, so much crime... Because of weak district attorneys, weak prosecutors that let violent felons go uh, with slaps on the wrist. Judges that let uh, criminals off easily. Uh, You know, we... We chased one off in my county recently. I personally had a part in that. <laughs> he was—he tried to get tough on me, so I wrote a letter to the editor and filed an election complaint against him, and uh, he thought he was going to come to my house. He couldn't bully a criminal in jail or part me in his courtroom, but He thought he was going to get tough with me. Anyways, uh, that's not the point. Law enforcement uh, needs our support and they need our backing. You know, guys like that will be ridiculed and criticized by the left, by the uh, liberals, but frankly... That's what law enforcement needs to do is enforce laws. They need our support. I'm a heavy back the blue guy. Uh, that's all there is to say about it. So, welcome on to Panic Attack with Big John. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. And. Just, uh, I'm not going to go into every one of these but headlines that caught my eye before we get into the main topic which is uh, <laughs> uh, the, the liberals that call Martha's Vineyard home want open borders but yet they don't want the illegal aliens in their vineyard on their island But uh, I saw this while I was clicking through things just to see what was out there. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is cancer-free after thyroid surgery. I didn't even know she had cancer. Um, I know she's running for governor of Arkansas where her dad was governor. So needless to say, I'm glad... Sarah Huckabee Sanders is cancer-free. There's a headline, a clickbait, that says Marjorie Taylor Greene appears to kick gun control activists. I had to scroll pretty far into the... uh, article to find the video, because I wanted to see the video, and there are two gun control teenagers, activists, that are carrying on about dead kids, kids getting shot, Uh, and it's of course a problem, but the the answer is not to take away guns from law-abiding citizens. If anything, it's to give more guns to law-abiding citizens. You forget, okay, we have 54 or 58,000 gun deaths in this country per year. Better than half of that are suicide. More than half of that, I should say, not better. Might confuse people. Um, More than half of the 54 or 58, I think it's 54,000 gun deaths in America are via suicide but the CDC and the FBI still count that as a gun death. However, you do not hear about ever in the news the 1.6 million times a gun has prevented a crime. And I think 80% of those the gun was not even fired. Someone was breaking into a house and the homeowner pulled a gun out and the the burglar said, "Oh, I should leave now. Uh, if let's let's just say 25 percent of those 1.6 million resulted in a life saved. Uh, I heard Steven Crowder give this statistic that, and he said it as 1.6 million lives." Saved with defensive use of firearms. I don't want to uh, go that far. Uh, you can't say that every person who brandished a gun to fend off an attacker was going to be killed. But let's go low ball. Let's say 25% of the time. Showing a firearm or firing back at a perpetrator of crime saved a life. That would be four hundred thousand lives saved by guns. But obviously, we can't—you can't tell whether or not a person w- was going to die until they die. But let's you know look at a low number, four, possibly four hundred thousand lives saved simply by a good person pointing a gun at a criminal in a defensive manner. Let's go even lower. Let's let's look at this. Let's do uh, unscientific uh, theorization, right? The liberals are allowed to throw the Big Bang Theory in my face and say, Well, you know, your God didn't create the universe. Uh, There was this big explosion. Okay. If you can use the Big Bang theory, I can use the uh, the Big John gun guns gun life-saving gun theory. That's what we'll call this: the Big John life guns save lives theory. Ten percent of the 1.6 million crimes that were thwarted by brand, a good, honest, law-abiding citizen brandishing a firearm. If it was just 10%, that's 160,000 lives saved of 1.6 million times guns prevented a crime. We know that the crime was prevented, but at least 160,000 lives saved, maybe 400,000, maybe 1.6 million. Anyways, so these uh, teenage gun control activists were trying to corner Marjorie Taylor Greene. Her security detail was trying to keep them away from her. One of them got in front of her and she shuffles her feet because she almost ran into the girl. And then the girl, there's a male and a female, and they're holding their phones up like in selfie mode and so they can get themselves and Marjorie Taylor Greene in the shot at the same time. And so Marjorie shuffles her feet and bumps into the girl. At no point does it look like she kicked the girl. But that's the clickbait. Marjorie Taylor Greene's in a hot re-election race. She's a MAGA candidate, so, of course, we've got to find something bad to say about her. Old, 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 good old, (laughs) good old Joe Manchin. Possibly the best representative uh, senator and governor West Virginia's ever had so he got in on that climate change crap and there was uh, passed and called the fake the fake inflation reduction act which was more of a green New Deal act guess what West Virginia's getting out of it a new natural gas processing plant. Score one more for Joe Manchin. You know, I'm I'm a little affectionate toward Joe Manchin. my grandmother, who grew up in the backwoods of West Virginia, uh, and I live on the border of Ohio and West Virginia, so I know of Joe Manchin well. Uh, He's not perfect, but he's close. And he does great for his constituency. So out of the, probably in some kind of backroom deal, out of The Fake Inflation Reduction Act, which is actually a climate change act. Joe Manchin is getting, for his peeps, his constituents in West Virginia, a new natural gas processing plant. And this is the funniest thing I've heard out of Saturday Night Live in a long time. They're replacing over half their cast. (laughs) Uh, Probably because they're not funny. It's supposed to be a comedy show uh, and it's basically a, a really hardcore left political satire and a bad one at that. It's a bad political satire. Uh, so they're replacing half the cast with hopefully people that are funny. Because <laughs> Sorry Night Live it's supposed to be a, a comedy sketch show. Uh, and, and I think, it, you know, Though I hate to see Saturday Night Live go away, I think its time has passed. Uh, nobody stays up late at night to say, "Oh, let's go, let's stay up late and watch Saturday Night Live." Just like all these shitty Johnny Carson wannabes, nobody is saying, "Oh, let's stay up late and watch Jimmy Kimmel." Uh, about one or two million people do. I mean, there are podcasters and YouTubers to get more views than that. So let's break and reset talk about Talk about uh, one of the Convicts in the Michigan governor kidnap Conspiracy got his sentence reduced Ron DeSantis will continue to send Migrants to other areas. Um, what what does he, what are they called? Sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. And I want to take a look at the celebrities and liberals that live on Martha's Vineyard. So we'll take a break and come back and talk about all that. <laughs> saw that video of the New Orleans Louisiana uh, cop calling out thugs that song just popped into my head so I had to play that when I first started to like country and western music uh, in the 90's that song was a big deal I had a friend Aaron who one of my friends named Aaron I had a lot of friends named Aaron but anyways, uh, one of them, he, uh, his dad was from Louisiana. He, we always talk about Louisiana. That's not important though. <laughs> so this plot, <laughs> this plot by these pothead, moonshine drinking, kind of not, kind of slow, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, maybe mentally challenged uh, kidnappers. They were going to <laughs> so allegedly, I still say allegedly because I'll explain. They had supposedly been plotting to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Uh, it's, kidnapping is not funny, but the fact that there were Three or four kidnappers involved in the plot and 12 FBI agents posing as potential kidnappers uh, ag- agging on the four is funny. So was it an FBI conspiracy to just, oh, we got to round up some people? Did somebody at the FBI get overzealous and then have to justify their investigation? That's kind of what it sounds like to me. Uh, But Reuters is reporting, man in plot to kidnap Michigan governor has sentence reduced, probably because there were more FBI agents than there were conspirators. A federal judge on Friday reduced the sentence of a man who pled guilty to participating in a foiled plot to kidnap Michigan's governor after his testimony helped convict the ringleaders last month. Ty Garbin, G-A-R-B-I-N, Garbin, 26, was resentenced to 30 months in prison, less than half of the 75 months he was given in, pardon me, August 2021. Garbin's testimony helped the U.S. government win convictions last month of two men for leading the plan to abduct Governor Gretchen Whitmer from her vacation home in northern Michigan. Northern Michigan Michigan's kind of the rednecky part of the state. And while everybody else was locked in their homes, Governor Whitmer and her husband were vacationing. The commoners couldn't leave their homes. The commoners couldn't travel about the state freely. But the governor and her family could. Uh, Kidnapping is not a good thing. It's terrible. If these people were serious about their plot, then they got what they deserved. I doubt their seriousness, however. So on to bigger and better things, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is sending illegal aliens around the country to sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. States and cities that have declared themselves a sanctuary or safe haven for illegal aliens who have committed some sort of crime. If You come to, uh, let's say, San Francisco, and you're uh, a drug trafficker. They will do everything they can. I shit you not, this is the sanctuary city policy. They will do everything they can to stop you from being arrested. So, Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott of Texas have said you want them in America you can have them take them in your neighborhood feed them clothe them shelter them Uh, you know these liberals like to use the Statue of Liberty moniker of give me your tired your weak your huddled masses Well, they don't want the huddled masses amassing in their neighborhoods. But according to USA Today, Florida Governor DeSantis vows to continue relocating migrants, otherwise known as illegal aliens, after two flights sent to Martha's Vineyard. So let's peep this here, homie. Who lives at Martha's Vineyard? It's a spacious, luxurious island uh, off, the, uh, off the coast of New England in the United States. Uh, a lot of wealthy people live there. In fact, you have, pretty much have to be wealthy to live there. So here's a little paragraph about this. Uh, Martha's Vineyard isn't just cool because it's the location the movie Jaws was filmed in 1974 or because the Obamas like to cozy up on a 28-acre plot. Didn't the Obamas say they were going to return to the south side of Chicago where they lived and loved and they were going to help rejuvenate and restorate the south side of Chicago, which is basically a concrete Vietnam a concrete war zone well no, they hang out on a 28 acre plot, in the United States of America today if you have a half acre plot of land or a quarter acre, you're doing pretty well yeah, you're pretty much snuggled up next to the house next to you. <laughs> twenty eight acres, that's a shit ton of land. All right, so twenty eight plot acre plot on the island. Martha's Vineyard is a full on way of life for those who regularly make it their some make their summer trips here. Celebrities like Bill Murray. Pretty nice guy, I've heard. Meg Ryan, ooh, she was hot back in the 80s and 90s. Reese Witherspoon, ooh la la, eh, she got kind of a chin thing going, in there. and she—I've heard she's really snotty. Uh, Mike Wallace, I thought he died. This must be an old website. Uh, the website is gallivant.com. Uh, anyways, and even Princess Diana have all regular, regularly visited uh, the late Princess Diana. A number of them, such as Michael J. Fox, have called the vineyard their home. The low-key vibe is just one of the reasons the rich and famous make Martha's Vineyard their summer part of their summer circuit. The Obamas, the spot, Blue Heron Farm. You know that the Obamas know how to vacation. I think they they pretty much live there now. And their destinations frequently make our list of travel, uh, travel goals. So it's no surprise that there are some of the regulars on Martha's Vineyard in the summer. The former first family stayed in. And the same $15 million uh, property, $15 million property in Chillmark Pond, Blue Heron Farm, three years in a row. At the time, uh, at this, at the time, Obama was still in office, so his visit turned the low-key, uh, low-key, to a press free uh, press free zone of Martha's Vineyard on its head the entourage of security guards friends fellow politicos paparazzi caused road closures and all kinds of fanfare that lasted the whole summer S- the celebs <laughs> the Clintons get Listen to the part of the island the Clintons hang out at, and it won't surprise you. Mad Martha's. That's where the Clintons kick it on Martha's Vineyard. Keeping with the presidential vibe, the Clintons are Martha's Vineyard fixtures. It's where they unwind, and where Hillary is known to have a oh, she has a beer or two, with the commoners. Oh, isn't she swell? She drinks beer like us lowly papas, us lowly peasants. And I'll be a, the, <laughs> bitch. Their their favorite ice cream spot is, their favorite ice cream sort, Mad Martha's is uh, is down-to-earth and unglamorous. The 50-year-old parlor that started back uh, in the back of a converted ambulance has a rustic 1970s vibe. The handmade ice cream is as good as it gets. Well, that's neat. Uh... <laughs> Bill Murray, he's a cool dude. Bill's cool. I, I don't know if he's conservative or liberal. He's probably neither. He's probably just Bill frickin' Murray. His hangout is Oyster Bar 02557. <laughs> Spike Lee, he's a big liberal. His spot is Mocha Mott's. Spike Lee and his family enjoy spending part of their year On the island to escape the busy life in New York City. (laughs) That's so funny. I mean these are all, with the exception of Bill Murray, these are all Trump-hating, open-border fanatics that want America to be a free-for-all for illegal aliens and yeah, when this is so funny a busload of 50 illegal aliens showed up on the vineyard (laughs) everyone shit a brick and declared an emergency and then had them bust off the island well, come on. Here's another wealthy, famous celeb that that's kicking it the hardest on on the vineyard. Oprah Winfrey. She's got billions of dollars. Take in those fifty million or those fifty, pardon me, uh, aliens, and you know give them shelter in one of your multi-million dollar homes, Oprah. Jiminy crickets. Uh, Oprah likes to kick it at the Harbor View Hotel. We always trust Oprah on where to stay, eat, and vacation. She does not let us down with her top pick for accommodations in the vineyard. The seaside Harborview Hotel in Edgartown has it all. Nowhere else has the perks of the beach and the feet in the sand vibe along with the proximity to local shopping and downtown dining. But they don't want illegal aliens dining with them, Oprah, do ya? New. Larry David hangs out there. The late Jackie Kennedy Onassis. The Kennedys have uh, a big compound up there of of multiple estates surrounded by a fence... Called the Kennedy Compound, um, the Bushes have a much better better uh, residence. It's uh, Kenny Bunkport, Maine. Anyways, Martha's Vineyard. There's a nice little map of the Vineyard, smack dab in the middle of this little island. Uh, there's Chilmark. Martha's Vineyard, Bluff Oaks and Edgartown. <laughs> so all these open border advocates and advocates that Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott are so racist, but hey, 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 keep keep your poor, your tired, your huddled masses off of our vacation island. <laughs> <laughs> So contradictory. You know, the group Catholic Charities has taken uh, some hell. <laughs> no pun intended. I don't know if that is a pun, but they've taken some heat for uh, helping illegal aliens uh, pay for hotels and this and that. Well, a lot of these uh, illegal aliens coming across are Catholic because a lot of the Spanish countries they're coming from are Catholic uh, in general. And so, if Catholic charities, if you want to give them hell, why aren't we giving the liberals hell for not sticking to their word and caring for these illegal aliens as much as they say they do? Oprah should be one of the ones... Contributing to and taking care of the illegal aliens. Uh, you know, Glenn Beck, who's bastardized and demonized by the left, his uh, organization and uh, the Nazarene Church was getting Americans out of Afghanistan after our government gave up on rescuing our own citizens from Afghanistan. And I believe they also got some of uh, the people who aided the American army and some Christians who were non-American citizens out of Afghanistan. Multiple plane loads of people uh, flown out of Afghanistan before they were tortured to death and murdered by the Taliban. And let me tell you, the Taliban are so this is off topic, but uh, they're so off kilter. If you were aiding and and abetting the American Army. Let's say you were an interpreter to the United States military while we were at war in Afghanistan. They actually gave some of these people they they said they, they had a list like we have a a wish list. They had a list and told these people, when we find you, before we kill you, we are going to do this, this, and that to your families in front of you. Then we will kill your families after we've raped and tortured them in front of you And then we'll rape and torture you. And this isn't just... No rape is a good rape, don't get me wrong. But they're not just talking about raping the women. They're going to rape everybody. That's how sick these sons of bitches are. I remember uh, watching the Joe Rogan... Podcast. I know he's he's evil now, but he had a Navy Seal on his show, and they were talking about uh, the little the young lady Jessica Lynch and how uh, you know she was captured by the Iraqis, and this uh, Navy Seal said. You know she was beaten and her legs and bones were already broken and this guy said that she was uh, raped and Rogan as Rogan does said well how do you know she was raped and this Navy SEAL said you have to fight to the death over there because whether you're male or female If you get captured, you're getting raped. And... That's nothing to do with the topic of Martha's Vineyard and illegal aliens. I'm not saying illegal aliens run around raping people. The point is, you know... The fuck-ups in the Obama administration and the Biden administration... And I don't mean... Fuck-ups as in mistakes. I mean, these are human, walking, talking fuck-ups. They left Americans, American partners, the people that helped us fight the Taliban and Al-Qaeda, they left behind so many. And it's all been forgotten about now. We've moved on. The media has moved on. They left so many behind and other Americans had to come out and rescue Americans and, uh, and the interpreters and the Afghan people who fought the Taliban and the people who were you know, interpreters and intelligence agents for the United States and our allies in Afghanistan. Individual Americans, retired Navy SEALs, uh, I I can't remember his name, I want to say Michael Malice, but I don't think that's who it was, was telling the story of how he found out one of his interpreters was left behind, and that's the guy I was saying the Taliban made a list and said, when we find you, we're going to do this, 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 and this, to your family, in front of you, before we kill you. We're gonna torture, we're gonna dismember, we're gonna rape, we're gonna set them on fire, uh, set them on fire alive, and then we're gonna do the same thing to you. So these are the fuck ups that are running our government and say that we should have open borders and free love and free society And just everybody come to America, do whatever the hell you want. I'm all for legal immigration. I think legal immigrants make America better. They come here. I talk to college students all the time that say, I I come to America and I love it so much here. It's so much more peaceful. I have so many more rights. Uh, This is great. Those are the legal ones. The ones I don't want are the ones that say, I'm going to come to America and I want you all to stop being Americans. I don't want to immigrate into your society. I want to change you to be a third world shithole like I left, huh? And that's that's the small fragment of immigrants that come to the United States. Most of them want to be Americans. The difference is, I want a screening process that we've had for hundreds of years, or a couple hundred years, and I want them to come legally. I want them to come on student visas, and become scientists, and doctors, and psychiatrists, and nurses, and contribute to America. Oh, that's enough ranting and raving for one night. God bless y'all. Thank you for watching. Remember to pray for each other. Love somebody today and be the reason someone feels loved. God bless you. Have a good
1: night.